Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. I'm Mikey. I'm Corey. And I almost forgot the fucking name of our show again. We literally just got done. I know, but I only had to say it twice. <laughs> and, and then I, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking about other things and almost forgot the name of our fucking show. It happens. You know, yeah. we, we do that quite a bit. Yeah. We do. It's a long name. It's a very long name. A lot of people can't remember it. We're just Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Yeah, a lot of people... We can't abbreviate it either, because it's... No, there's not really a good abbreviation. No. But we are a member of the Cloud Shutters Podcast Network, or the CSPN. We are. And proud members. Proud members. And uh, you should check that out on Facebook, and, and you know, see all the great shows that are offered there, because I tell you what, all the members are putting out some great content. Even us. Well, yeah. We're okay. We're, we're all right. Uh... We're kind of the scrappy do of <laughs> put them up, put them up. No, everybody there has as uh, you know their own little niche that they that they offer, and uh, you know it's good stuff. You should check it out. You might find something you like. Um, I almost guarantee you'd find something you'd like there. So let's think back to you know maybe you know the eighties when we were kids, and we've we've talked about things that we enjoy. You know, the, the movies and TV shows and things that, that we enjoy. And we've talked about maybe things that we would do as a family. You know, go rent videos or mm-hmm. something like that. But there used to be. I don't know if people do this so much anymore. I think they do. I think they've done it more with the pandemic and everything going on. I, I think so as well. I think that, you know, family game night has yeah. kind of come back. Now, I know that I have friends that they'll do like a, a friend's game night. Do you have more friends than me? A couple. What? Yeah. Oh, man, I need to pick up my game. I, you I know, got some, you. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> we don't play games. We don't. It's all fucking serious business. <laughs> this is serious business. This is not a game. <laughs> but I have friends that they'll, they'll get together and they'll want to play games. And it seems like lately, you know, like I'm, especially like, you know, our circle of friends, mm-hmm. they want to play, you know, they, they want to drink. And they want to play Cards Against Humanity. Which is fun. It's I a love, fucking blast. I love Cards Against Humanity, but with... I know people have tried to do it, like, online. It doesn't work. No, it's not the same. It's it, I've played the online version. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. No, not at all. But I think things like Cards Against Humanity, that's targeted more towards adults and a drinking crowd. Yeah, well, we have we also have... The game we got, we've played with our kids, is Kids Against Maturity. Oh, God. And, it, dude, it's... Sometimes it's a little bit more raunchier if you put the thing, if you put the cards together yeah. than it is with Cards Against Humanity. Oh, wow. It, but it's a fun-ass game. Well, Cards Against Humanity, I think, kind of... It, it brought back a resurgence. And then the pandemic, like you said, brought yeah. back a resurgence of family game night. No, nothing was open. Nobody can go anywhere. Right. Or nobody wanted to go anywhere. Well, and, and maybe back when, when we were younger... There wasn't a lot of options for family entertainment. Uh, you know, you go see a movie or go to an arcade, maybe. But that all costs money. This was a one-time investment. You bought the game, and then you would get together, 
you know, on a Friday night or Saturday night as a family, and you would play a board game. So we thought maybe we would go through some board games that we remember from, from our ute. Ute. And we're consulting with uh, E-List here from uh, a very valid... Um, a very valid uh, resource. Resource. Better Homes and Gardens magazine of the 50 best board games of all time. So we're just going to kind of talk about, we're, we're just using it for ideas uh, if we get stumped. But what, what's a board game that you remember enjoying playing as a kid? That I enjoy playing. Mousetrap. Mousetrap. Okay, see, that was frustrating to me. Mousetrap took forever to put together. Like a half hour to set up. And my problem was, I would fumble, and about halfway through, I would set the damn thing off, and shit would start falling over, and I'd be like, I'm not ready for that yet, you know? Were you playing life-size mousetrap? Because you said you'd fumble, and then the thing would set off. Well, so, no. I mean, if you moved your mouse correctly, you didn't set the thing off. No, I mean, I'd be, like, be setting the stuff up, and I'd, I'd bump it. And so it's like the chain reaction would start. Mousetrap, for those of you who don't, we've talked about mousetrap before. It was a series of little traps and triggers mm -hmm. that you'd go so far and then you'd have to turn the crank. And you turn the crank two, two turns and that might set this whole thing in motion. I turn the crank still. Yeah, <laughs> I turn the crank as much as I can. <laughs> um, but sometimes it would, it would go to completion. I'm, still, I'm talking about the game now. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it would go to completion, and sometimes it wouldn't. But if it did, you'd have to set the fucker all back up. That's the whole purpose of turning that crank is to go to completion. Go to completion. <laughs> <laughs> so, mousetrap was was somewhat aggravating to me, and it was something that I think my aunt gave me just to to keep me occupied while I was at her house. Or uh, even that, or even like Connect Four. Connect Four. I still enjoy playing Connect Four, uh, and I've seen. Like gigantic versions of Connect Four, dude. I've, I've seen, they have those at bars. Yeah, I want to get one just for the house. Yeah, and was, you know, I don't care how long it takes. I'm like, that was the funnest part is filling that whole thing up and then hitting that button at mm -hmm. the bottom and all of them fall at the bottom. So Connect Four is basically like tic tac toe. Yeah, with checkers on a on a vertical a, board. A vertical board, and Connect Four was was a favorite around my house. Because it was it was easy, it was simple to play. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the haunted house that I work at, they have the gigantic version out in the courtyard. So, oh, nice! So that we can keep ourselves occupied while everybody else is getting in costume. So you might have like a zombie clown playing with a demon out there, or That's awesome. you know, a, a, a witch playing with a werewolf. It's a it's just a surreal. You know, visual to see. <laughs> Whoever wins this game gets the souls of the children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Connect Four, I. A lot of these, I believe, they still make. A lot of the classics, they still oh, they yeah. still make. Connect Four, I think, has spanned so many generations that, you know, a, a, and it's it's simple enough that even a grandparent, an elderly grandparent, could play, play with, a, with a grandchild. You know. And everybody understands what the purpose of the game is. The rules are easy to remember. Super easy. And just get a line of four. Get a line of four and, and block the mm. other player from getting a line of four. Or if you're being nice and playing with a with a, a child, you 
Let them win. Let them win every now and again. Or if you play with my child, she wins every time. Right. <laughs> but if you're like me, about the time that there was a way for them to win two different ways and you could only block one, mm-hmm. that's when I would accidentally hit that button at the bottom. Oh, yeah. And they would all go spilling out the like, bottom. Oh, shit, oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, you know. But, you know, that was me as a kid. I, I would still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Connect Four was always a blast. Board games kind of came, in my opinion, from a couple of origins. Checkers, traditional checkers, checkers. which has been around since the dawn of time. And chess. And chess, which chess, I have tried to play chess. I understand how it works. I just can't get the strategy down. I've been beaten at chess in three moves. Me too. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you did. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, you get beaten. It's like, what What the fuck just happened here? Like, don't move that piece. Why not? Because I'll beat it. Can I move this piece? Yes. Yeah. And then they fucking take my king. Well, and I, I was always the one that... We, we played by the rules of on chess, where as long as you don't let go of the piece, you can move the piece and then look at the board as long as you keep your hand on that yep. piece. So I would move a piece, I'd move it back. Same thing with checkers. Move a piece. Move, yes, same thing with checkers. As long as you kept your hand on that piece, that was like the loophole. That was the loophole that, you know, you could still move it back. You could do a do-over, you know. And sometimes you'd move it and they go, uh, sure you want to do that? Like, no. No? I don't know and why. They did just to fuck with you. Yeah. I mean, my my dad was always pretty good about, I wouldn't do that. It's like, okay, he sees something I don't. Is your neighbor racing again today? It's like a motorcycle. So, but Checkers and Chess, I think, is where it all kind of spawned from. There have been many games that I have kind of emulated that. Connect Four, I think, being one of them. Yeah. To a certain degree. Um, And also, uh, did you ever play Chinese Checkers? I never understood it. That one, you had had marbles. Four different colors. Well, there was all kinds. Yeah, you could play, like, up to six players, I think. And you just had to, like, jump your marble into another, the other side. That's all it was. Yeah. You just get from one one triangle to the other triangle and yeah. get all, all your pieces over there. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. It, it, it took a long time to play because you had like 12 pieces to move. And it was like whoever got the most pieces over there won or whatever. So that one was kind of a different little take. My grandma always tried to get me to play... Um, Batgammon. Batgammon and... Uh, Never understood that either. Parcheesi. Yeah, I didn't understand. I that. did never got the hang. Of, I didn't get the hang of a lot of. Like you guys, they came with like they came in this case. Yes. You had to unfold the case, and you had to put your colors over here, and there's colors over here, and you had to move your colors to the other side of the board, or the other side of the case. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah, I I never understood that. I had a, I had a really nice uh, backgammon set too. My grandpa gave it to me. Yeah. I don't know where he found it, but it was like a leather briefcase. And oh, know, nice. It was badass looking, but. I never knew how to play the damn thing. That was an old person's game, dude. Yeah. Yeah, bad game. I like playing shuffleboard. See, I like shuffleboard. So do I. But things that were, were more geared, you know, for us. And when we were younger, there were games that were targeted just for our age group. Candyland. Candyland. Um, shoots and Ladders. Yeah, Candyland was, was fun. I played an updated version of Candyland, and it's just not quite as fun. I have played the Frozen version of Candyland. Frozen version. Yes. Like the build a snowman frozen. I think so. Yeah, it was either that or shoots and ladders. Oh, but interesting. Candyland, Charlotte would always be this in Candyland. 
I, uh, one time I, I was uh, dating a girl that, that had a young daughter. She was you know, maybe like four or five years old. And so we were trying to include her in a game night. And because, you know, our, our thing was we would sit around and watch movies and get drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, we decided to play Candyland. We turned it into a drinking game. Oh, God. And so we, we picked a color at the beginning. Each one of us picked a color. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was our drinking color. So anytime that color came up, you had to take a drink. And then if, like one of the special ones, like if you went to the Candy Cane Forest yeah. or the Gumdrop Mountain or whatever, everybody drank. And if you got sent back spaces, you had to drink the amount of drinks that oh, got sent back spaces. And then we had something, I don't remember, maybe it was if you got sent back, you had to take a shot out of the bottle or something. We had like Fireball or, yeah. or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, that turned into a very uh, interesting um, version of Candyland. <laughs> no, not necessarily more fun, just interesting. Oh, we've got, we've also got Splat. I got that for Jamie for Christmas. Yeah. It's kind of like Candyland. You you know, you got these little clay or Play-Doh bugs. Yeah. You're like your ants, and you're trying to get through this picnic. Okay. And if you hit a certain color, like if you pull like red, you go to the first red color. And then if you pull a splat card or whatever, you got to move one spot or whatever, and you hit a splat, you get to splat everybody on that color. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. And then you'd have to, because I think you had like three characters, hmm. or three different bugs you got to use. And once you were out, once you ran out, you were done. Okay. And so what the, the whole basis of the game was to get to the end of the picnic. And splat everybody. Yeah. Splat everybody, yeah. Even, even, even if you were on that color. You had you to got, splat yourself. You had to splat yourself. Oh, wow. And you leave them there until the game's over. So there's just splatted bugs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bugs, do you remember Cooties? Yeah. Cooties, not necessarily a board game. This was where you had to put them together. Yeah, you had like a little ant thing. And you would draw cards and get different parts. So you had to get like six legs and the head, the antennas, the eyes, the tongue. Yep. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. We played the shit out of Cooties uh, when I was younger. I can remember that. I was the only child though, so it had to be something that my parents would play with. Play bed bugs. Bed bugs was fun. Vibrate. vibrate. Get them with the uh, tweezers. Yes. That was a fun game. So, Shoots and Ladders was a favorite as well. Shoots and Ladders was a blast. And you could really, really get fucked on Shoots and Ladders because you'd be almost at the top and there was that long-ass slide to get all the way to the beginning. And, you know, you just, it pissed you off because you you made it that far. I think you had to pull cards in that one, didn't you? I think so. So You pull a card, you get like a ladder, you go up the ladder. It well, if no, you landed on that number. It was a dice. Yeah. You so rolled if you the land dice. on that number, you can, if you were at the ladder, you can go up the you ladder. Go up the ladder and if you went on a slide, you had to go down the slide. Yeah, you got hosed royally in that game sometimes. But it still it was fun to play and there was always a little bit of an educational component to some of those games. Mm-hmm. Counting or color recognition. Oh yeah. Or, you know, and they're trying to teach you how to be a good sport, but more times than not, you know, your parents were letting you win. Oh, yeah. You know, they were saying, oh, you know, they would count where they had to go down the slide, not you. Or, you know, oh, I think you need to move one more. You only move six. And it's like, that's all it says was six. No, move one. You need to move one more. Yep. Just to, you let, know, them... just to let you pass by that spot. Yeah. Which was nice. But then you got into some games. There was a game... Uh, what in the hell was it called? 
I think it was called like Perfection. It was. I uh, remember the game. I don't remember how it went. Okay, this was. It it looked like an ice cube tray, but it was like oh, four or five yeah. across and five down. And the thing was spring-loaded. You'd push it down, and then you'd set a timer. Yes. And that thing would tick down. And you had to get them all out and of you, there. And you had to put them in. Oh, that's right. That's they were right. out. And it was like star shapes. It was all different shapes. And you had to put them in before that thing popped. And when it popped, it threw shit everywhere. That game is probably responsible for some of the um, anxiety that I have now. <laughs> because that game was like so nerve-wracking. And you could hear it tick, 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 tick. Mm-hmm. And when it got in the last 10 seconds, it would tick faster. It'd make a different noise. And you're like, holy shit! And you get, I mean, you really start moving. There's one other game I played. It was more maybe an old for older kids. It was Crossfire. I love Crossfire. And it, you had these ball bearings that you had to shoot at uh, the little things in the corners. Yep. And uh, if you got them in the, like, it was like almost like air hockey. Yes. And if you got them in, the, like, to the end of a little trap, you won. I do not have my Crossfire. I, I got it for Christmas one year. I don't have the board anymore with the because I had two guns yeah. on it, that, and and the the ball bearings would roll back, and you had to reload your gun. Yeah, I don't have the board or the guns or anything. But the other day I was looking for something else, and I found the two little pucks. One was a triangle, and one mm-hmm. was like a throwing star looking thing, and they had a ball bearing in the middle. Yep, and you I'll, had to hit them. Yeah, you had to hit them and get them into your, into your opponent's goal. I found a bag of the ball bearings and those pieces. Oh shit! Just in a drawer somewhere at my parents' house. I'm like, holy shit, this is for Crossfire. They still make that game with the ball bearings. Oh, that that was a fun game. That was a really fun game. Now, I know some of my ball bearings uh, went the way of a slingshot. Yeah. And I, I was told, do, do not shoot them out of a slingshot any longer. I think I put a window out. Nice. In, in the shed. Um, so I was told, don't, don't shoot them, don't shoot ball bearings out of your slingshot anymore. Don't shoot the chickens. Yeah. That's what I was told. But I think I still did. I, you know, I just didn't shoot towards the window anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a fun game. We played Operation. Operation is awesome. Operation's another reason for anxiety, because you'd be so careful, and you'd start shaking. I couldn't play it now. I shake too bad. But in Operation, it, I've seen uh, I've seen many different versions of it that have come out, like Shrek. I think we had a SpongeBob one. Yeah, there's all different ones with... Part specific to that yeah. character, but the original was just your, uh, you know, your your patient that was laying in a hospital bed with his red nose. He had his red nose, which was a, a light. And I think the new one we got, I think it's original, but it's got different sounds to it. Oh, really? So instead of the bang, it's got another noise or something like that. That noise was, oh my god, it, that noise would haunt you. Uh huh. So. This, this guy had so much wrong with him. He had, like, writer's cramp, water on the knee with a little bucket in his yeah. knee, uh, brain his freeze, bone. his funny bone. That was a rubber band you had to reattach. Yeah. Um, oh, you had to pull it. You had to take all that shit off. Well, you, some of them you had to take off, but the, the one was a rubber band you had to attach, like, from his elbow to his wrist. Oh, shit. And you, so you had to get in there, and you, like, had to put it and then stretch it down with metal, little metal tweezers, mm-hmm. and the board was metal, so it would make a connection... And it would ground and out. And it would ground out. And make the nose go off and eh, and then you... It was somebody else's it turn. It was somebody else's turn. You, I think you drew cards as to what you had to try to take out yeah. on that. And there were some of those pieces that uh, you got them in there and they would move. Aha, uh-huh, you couldn't get them out. Yeah. You're fucked. Well, you had to take it apart because we had to do that once. Oh, shit. And you, t- you take it apart and 
get him out because they would like skip over to another little quadrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that game, some of them were such a bitch to get. Like the the pencil, the writer's cramp. Oh yeah. Well, of course, and then we lost these pieces, so we had to come up with other pieces to put in there. So you'd find a little piece of plastic, you'd file it down mm-hmm. about that shape that would fit in there. That's what you used, or you just didn't have it. But Operation was a blast. That was that was a favorite in our house. Oh yeah. Because you could play by yourself. I practice. You know, same with uh, with like uh, uh, perfection. I would practice doing that shit, and I, I got pretty good. But you know, anxiety. Oh yeah. Because you're like up against the timer, or gotta be so careful, and that would just make it so much worse. And then if everybody was watching you, mm-hmm. you'd just fuck up. So, but people don't. I don't think don't, I just don't play games like that anymore. No, I mean we we play them every once in a great while. And I know people that have like closets full of them that just they don't play them. Dude, I've been I've been in houses that I mean they have a room full of board games. Yep, yep. And I'm just like, dude, it's like I played every single one of these. We and like you don't go out much, do you? <laughs> nope, I didn't go out much when I was a kid. I. <laughs> uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos was another one. That's a fun one. I never owned it, but I I did play it. Where you had... And you almost had to have four players to play that game. You did have to have four. I mean, you could do the two players. Yeah. It was just so... It was hard. But you would unleash a bunch of marbles onto a playing field, and you had the hippo where you'd smack its tail. It was just complete chaos. And they would reach... Their head would come up, and it would reach out and scoop whatever marbles was in the way. Yep. And there was no rhyme or reason. You just bat that thing as quick as you Whoever could. Whoever got the most marbles won. Yeah. And you, I mean, but you just bat at that thing as hard and fast as you could. Oh, yeah. And it didn't matter if there was a marble anywhere near you. No, you, you just, just bat, 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 bat. Of course, then you lost all your marbles, so you couldn't play. I lost my marbles a few times. Well, you couldn't replace them because they had to be a certain size. And yeah. marble marbles, regular marbles, were too big. were too big. Way too big. So you'd lose the marbles, and they didn't sell replacement marbles. So you were just fucked. Mm-hmm. Just, they had this worthless fucking game set around. The hungry hippos. Yeah, the hungry couldn't, hippos. Couldn't fucking feed them or nothing. No. There, now, there is an adult version, or you know, a grown-up version of Hungry Hungry Hippos. It involves um, teams of two. Yeah. And you put, you know, like little sponge balls out in the middle. And then you put somebody in a wheelchair with a laundry basket on a stick. I've seen that. They, they play. I've seen it played at nursing homes. And somebody wheels the person in the in the in the car in the, the wheelchair. They wheel them to the center. They grab what they can and they scoot them back. And then those are their marbles. Oh shit! That looks like fun. That looks like that'd be a fun game to try. Uh, you know, but you need four wheelchairs and four laundry baskets and four sticks and a sure bunch could, of foam balls. Sure, you could just use a, and eight people. Probably just use a, like a chair with wheels instead of a wheelchair. Well, you could, yeah, you could, but or a shopping cart. Well, the wheelchair has the handles on the back door. You could. Oh yeah. Yeah, shopping cart would be fun too. But you'd have to have four shopping carts. That's easy. Well, yeah. Unless you go like to Target, they have a they have a wheel lock on their shopping carts that if they go past the sensor in the parking lot, the wheels lock up. What? Yes. That's some bullshit. Well, people are stealing their carts. Well, it's because they got the big heavy plastic ones. It's because they want to play hungry, hungry, hungry hippos. Mm-hmm. Or move. <laughs> I want to move. So <laughs> upgrading their their house, right? <laughs> I want to move. So we got into playing. I went through a phase where regular board games just I was done with them. Yeah, I wanted something a little different. Uno, oh dude, fucking Uno. <laughs> Uno's a Uno's a game. That's a battling game, dude. D- you you fucking 
hate on some people playing Uno. You'd be like, draw two, skip, skip, draw four, reverse. Red. <laughs> draw four again. Draw four again. Oh, you could really fuck some people over on, on Uno. Oh, dude. Yeah. You, you made enemies playing Uno. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I quit playing Uno with my cousins because they would do that shit. Okay, we're going to skip you, and then we're going to reverse. So they would skip you, get to the next person, then reverse so it went back to you, and they throw a, a fucking draw four on you, and then they jump you to the next. It's like, motherfucker. Uh-huh. I mean, you, I, I was the one sitting there with, like, 40 cards in my hand. Yeah. And I had no clue. When it came to my turn, I'm like, I had to, like, lay my cards down, spread them out so I could see them. Fuck that game. That's another <laughs> one I don't like. I would probably play Uno again. Yeah. But fuck that game. You know, it's another fun one. Not necessarily a good one when you're kids. Dominoes. Dominoes is fun. I, I enjoyed Dominoes. I had, uh, it wasn't, um... Domino's, you know, traditional. I had it with cartoon characters. Okay. So, but it was the Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. So it had, like, Flintstones and Snagglepuss and Quick Draw McGraw and all that. That was kind of fun. That'd be a cool one. Yeah, you could, and you'd, like, but it was the same game, but yeah. it was just the cartoon characters. So you didn't have to count, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So, as you, I got into where traditional board games, I was over them. So, I would seek out the weirder games. I had one that was like the Pharaoh's Curse. I remember that. And you had a, a, a sarcophagus. Yep. And at the base of the sarcophagus, you would attach like this golden idol head and it had two snakes coming out of the top. Snakes? It, Did you say snakes? I said snakes. And when you would attach it, the snakes would spread apart. They were they were like touching. Were they, they, they attached to a black sun and a black moon? <laughs> no, they were not. No. <laughs> um... There was a gold, a golden idol head, but you put it down, and the snakes would separate, and you'd have to reach through the snakes, and you had these keys that were like, uh, you know, the onk. It was yeah. Like, it was like that. It was like the you know, the the Egyptian cross thing. You had to reach through, and the sarcophagus had holes in it, and you'd have to stick the peg in the hole, and if you got a random hole, the the snake thing would jump up and latch onto your wrist, and the the skeleton. The pharaoh would pop out of the top of the casket, and it would make like this noise. That sounds terrifying. Oh, it was. It was a blast. I figured out, though, if you put all the keys in and then rigged the sarcophagus and put the snake head on there, the key in question would pop up. So then you take them out real quick, and then you knew which hole to avoid. That's funny. Yeah, I figured out how to cheat on that shit. There's another game kind of like that. It was a, it was a Don't Wake Drac or something. I want to bite your finger. That's it. I I got that for like my, my ninth birthday. That game is hard to find now. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, oh, we found it at a toy show once, and it was like over a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I didn't want to pay for it. Um. Yeah. No. There's no way. That was a fun one. Because you had like a stand up of Dracula, and his little cape was drawn, and his his mouth was hidden, and you had a clock, and so you I don't remember if you draw do a card or you rolled a dice. But you'd have to turn the clock hand so many clicks. Yeah. And at random, his cape would pop open. And then you'd have to stick your finger in his mouth and push down. And there was an ink, a little ink thing that would put two little bite marks on your finger. But sometimes it would it would unlock and sometimes it wouldn't. So you'd stick your finger in there and you'd push down. Well, if you couldn't push it down, you were good. But if you pushed it down, it made the two little bite marks and you lost. 
I went would go to school with these little fucking bite. I looked like I had fucking bed bugs. I had these fucking bite marks all over me from just taking the stamper and just stamping myself. Oh, that's Cause, funny. Because I thought it was cool, you know. And like school's like, can what's you, wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, can you come here, please? And they were like checking me for fucking headlines and all kinds of shit. And but yeah, I uh, I had that. I, and Grandma didn't. You know, it was one of those. Well, Grandma will take you to go buy your birthday present because she doesn't know what to buy you. And that's what I picked. We went to Toys R Us, and that's what I came up with. I wish I still had that game. Because that, that was a cool one. And the, the box was, I mean, everything about that was cool. Also had one that I've seen a lot lately, and it's been around, it's just expensive, the Jaws game. Oh, yeah. You had a big plastic shark, and the mouth was spring-loaded, and you would load all this garbage. like, And you had to get it out. And you had to take a little hook and get it out. And if you got a certain... It was like... I, again, I don't remember how you decided how many pieces you needed to pull. But it was like three pieces. Well, you're trying to get the pieces out of there that wouldn't allow that jaw to slam shut on you. Yeah. So you're trying to get like the fish bone out or the wagon wheel. Or the arm. Yeah, there was all kinds of shit in or there. Or the, somebody's foot. Yeah, there, there's all kinds of shit in there. I've seen I've seen Jaws. Yeah, that and that game I can remember having it and really loving to play it. Uh, my little hook broke, so we made a new one out of a coat hanger, and that was a fun. I don't even know what happened to that one, but I do remember you had to put his teeth on. They snapped on, so it's big plastic shark, mm-hmm. and his teeth were were snap on. So I take the teeth off so he. could. So he couldn't bite me. So that would be would that still be jaws or that'd be gums? Well, it was gums the way I played it. <laughs> I took his dentures out. So <laughs> that was a, that was a kind of a fun game and a throwback. You know, it seemed like they would make one for movies and and popular shows and whatnot. But they had their old standards. Did you ever play the game of life? Dude, I fucking hated that game. The game was so boring. The best part about it was spinning the wheel. Yeah, you'd spin that fucking built-in wheel. Yes. That's that's pretty much all I would do playing that game. You'd spin the wheel, and it'd be like, you had two kids. Yay. So you put two fucking kids in your car. Oh, you got a promotion at work. Yay. Oh, the tax man came. What the fuck? Tax man? I'm fucking, you know, I'm eight years old. (laughs) That tax man. Yeah, it's like, I don't know shit about this. Game of Life kind of sucked. The wheel was probably the best part of it. Trouble. Trouble was fun. You can pop a lot of trouble with the Pop-O-Matic bubble. You had them little, pe- them little pegs. Yep. And I think you had to get to like the other end of the board or some shit. Uh-huh. But it had that bubble where you push it down mm-hmm. and the dice were in there and they'd roll them. Yep. Love that shit. That game was fun. That was a blast. Oh, fuck. What was another one that we used to play? Um, you know, we should talk about Monopoly. Fuck Monopoly, man. <laughs> I hate Monopoly. The thing about Monopoly is that game is not truly over. That game is never over. It is, though. Unless you're out of money. Or you get pissed off and flip the board over. Did your dad do that? I do that. Oh. My dad's really good at that game. And my dad is is so good at that game that he would run you completely out of money. But the game wasn't over. He would say, oh, we can still play. And you'd still play, and then, like... you just owe him. You would owe him, or he would start taking shit from you. Like, oh, well, let's see. You, you know, he would always... 
my goal was always like to buy a park place or boardwalk because expensive properties you make a lot of money on them. Yeah. But they're not landed on that often. No, it's like the just like the fucking railroad ones. Yeah, I would always want all the railroads too. He would buy up like St. James Place where you make a hundred bucks. Or Baltic Avenue, where you make 20 bucks. And then if you put a fucking hotel on it, or an mm-hmm. apartment, or a house, or whatever, it was like triple. Yeah. Fuck. Well, Dude, I think the longest I played Monopoly was for like a month. Oh, yeah. It, would, it could go on and on and on. Well, he would have all the, you know, not necessarily undesirable. He would have the ones that I didn't go after. Yeah. And he'd land on it, and it's like, oh, well, it looks like you owe me $150. We don't have any money. But you do have Park Place, and it's like, I paid more than 150 bucks for that. He's yeah, like, but you ain't got no money. But you ain't got no money. So he'd take Park Place, or he'd start taking your hotels and putting them on his property. That's it's funny. like, you can't have that on that property. You don't have all three of them. He's like, you're out of money. The rules don't apply anymore. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, he'd start making up rules just to keep playing the game until you were like, I mean... You get to a point where you had nothing. It's like, you land on Baltic Avenue and like you take a shoe. You know, give me your shoe. It's like, what the fuck? That's my character. No, <laughs> no, I mean like your shoe. Oh. Yeah. Holy <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. He, dad, your dad plays for keeps, don't he? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be like, oh, you got a shoe. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm done. I ain't fucking giving you my shoe. You know, this, this isn't fucking prison monopoly. <laughs> this is prison rules. This isn't bullshit. <laughs> Your dad played Prison Rules Monopoly. Oh fuck! He he was ruthless on oh, that game. Man, there was there was no dad. there was no such thing as let the kid win on Monopoly. Fuck no! Your dad's like this is how life is. Pretty much, it's like this is the game of life. You know, I'm repossessing some shit here. But I think he uh, ended up like stepping on a hotel or something one night, and Monopoly went away, which was fine with me. You know, fuck that game. We we even made our own money. You know, really? Because there wasn't enough money in the board. Oh my god! So we ended up like making like slips of money, even, and he still would get it all. But they've made such a fucking everything is monopoly. Everything they're they fucking. Have, they have monopolies for every state. They have monopolies for everything. They have Mario Monopoly. They have Family Guy Monopoly. Family Guy, monopoly. Walking. It's a Walking Dead Monopoly. Yeah, um, that's not a game like Trivial Pursuit. I love Trivial Pursuit. That game is fun. It depends on like the topic. Yeah. Because, like, like, I think I've got, like, Walking Dead Trivial Pursuit and Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Um, those games are fun. But, like, if you get, like, Trivial Pursuit and it's, they give you a fucking topic, like, you know, what is blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, some of them were really hard. Yeah. I, I you got to be a fucking it. space engineer. Sometimes. To win that game. You know, some of them were fun and... If you could get the right category, you know, like if I could hit entertainment, I usually did pretty good. I was okay with some of the science ones, but some of them were just fucking difficult, you know? And it was geared towards a family, but there's no way a kid would know some of that shit. No. You know, there's Well, no, that's what they got junior. Yeah, junior we never had junior. I don't even know if we owned Trivial Pursuit. I think my aunt had it and we played. But they would always kind of dumb the questions down for yeah. me. You know, or, or pick, well, let's see, you're not going to know that one, so they draw another card. Okay, they try to give me ones I might know. Yeah. But Trivial Pursuit would be fun to a point, and then it just like became like school. It's a learning game now. Yeah, I don't want to learn. I want to play. I'm, I'm here to have fun, dicks. Yeah, I, I don't want to learn shit. So, 
then we gravitate toward things like Jenga. Jenga. Jenga is a fun game. Jenga is a really fun game. Even today, Jenga is a fun game. And they make that in a large that's size. Huge Jenga. It's like with two by fours. Yeah, and you got like lug that shit, you know. And fucking, that's I do. That's why if I would if I play the game, it was at the bar. And if that shit fell, you knew it. Oh yeah, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody knew it. Jenga was fun, and it was one that I think being a kid, you might not be able to figure out. Okay, if I move this, it's gonna fall. Mm-hmm. But you could get in and move shit because a when you were a kid you weren't shaky. No, and you had little fingers you could just get just a grasp on it and get it out of there. And now we're like just pushing them through to grab it from the other side. And yeah, on top. Yeah, you and then get to the point where it's like one piece holding it all together, and you can't even. And that's the piece you got to touch. Uh huh. And I've seen videos where these like guys would like thump it. And knock it out? And knock it out, and the whole board then just goes... Dook. Oh, really? And it doesn't fall over. I'm oh, like, wow. That's insane, dude. That That's some skill right there. Let's see, here's, here's some other games here. Um, nobody wants to play the late game, the boy's life game. Um, oh, they got Pac-Man the board game. Really? Yeah, dude. Um, I've wanted to get this game for a while. It's just like playing Pac-Man. No kidding. You got this little little character, and they got the ghosts and everything, and the whole point of the game is to just like to get all the power pellets... Off the board, huh? That game's fun, dude. I've never seen that one. They, they got it at they got it at Pop Culture. They did. Oh, and I was gonna pick it up, and I was like, nah, nah, I get it later. It's still there. Oh, really? But yeah. It's I don't know if it's just not a high well, sought after game, but I never heard of it, so it maybe it just wasn't popular. I like I I like Pac Man shit. Yeah, Pac Man shit's cool. Did but, you ever play Scrabble? Where you spell the words? Yeah, and I always got in trouble because... <laughs> words that weren't in the dictionary. Yeah, words that weren't in the dictionary, and I'm like, that's I say that said all the time. Yeah. That's not an actual word. Well, what the hell? We would amend it, and this is when I was a little older, we would amend it to where you could actually use swear words and slang. Oh, nice. And because, I mean, that they're words. If, if, if we knew what we were trying to say, and we knew how to spell it, Yeah. you know... Well, there was a twist on it, and this is the version that we... That had. was another thing. If you couldn't spell it, but you could say it, you'd have no reason to say it. Right. I'm like, I'm six. Right. I'm 41. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't spell for shit. We had the upgraded version of Scrabble. Because Scrabble was just a, a flat board, you know? Yeah. We had one called Upwards. I think I remember that. And you could stack. You could stack up to five high. So you could take a word that was there, yeah. and if you could change one letter and make it a new word, you were allowed to do that. That could be your move. That was a fun one, but then again, you start getting into where you'd make a word that nobody could build on, or nobody, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you couldn't and I think do you, you got what, the longer the word, the more points you got. Yeah, and there were certain things, like certain squares that were worth triple points. And it's like, I never had the long points. I was always like, it and the... Well, and each letter had a point assigned to oh, it. Oh, did it? Yeah, each letter had... It was just like, it was just like Scrabble. Letters that were harder to use, like Z or X, yeah. were like 10 points. Uh, the Q was worth more points. I think in upwards, the QU was one tile. Because QU was always used together. They, they go together, yeah. So QU, I think, was one tile. Um, but yeah, it was just like a the next step up from, you know, from the Scrabble game. It, yeah. it was kind of fun. But again... With a family of three, 
uh, it was harder to play, you know, especially when I was a kid and playing with my parents. It was just a lot harder to play. But, again, that was like going to school, you know? You, you had to spell shit. I don't want to spell shit. No. Let's see here. What else we got? Um, talk about bed bugs. We got pig pong. Pig I I, pong? I think I vaguely remember that. It was like playing ping pong, but you had, like, I think you still had the birdie. Yeah? But you had pigs. You had to push them to get the, the bull of the air. Oh, okay, yeah. We had one. Um, what the hell was it called? I. Uh, it, it was, it, the pigs were dice. And it's called Pigmania. Pig, okay. And you had two little plastic pigs. The, 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 the pigs were dice. And you put them in a little cup called a, a pig, pig pin. And you'd roll them. And whatever position they landed in, there were points assigned to it. So, like, if they were both on their feet, you know, it was, it was called one thing. I remember one, if the pig would land, like, on one ear... It was called a leaning jowler. And if both of them landed, it was a double jowler. And you got points. And you got to keep rolling. Or you could say, I'm going to take my points and pass. It's kind of like playing Yahtzee. It was. It was a lot like Yahtzee. If the pigs were touching, it was called Macon Bacon. And you lost ah! You lost your turn. That's you lost crazy. your points in your turn. So you were like rolling in hopes of them not to touch. touching. Uh, so that was always a fun one. And I, mean, I remember playing that a lot because... My parents got a kick out of the game. Yeah, they thought it was it was a fun looking game, and so they actually bought that one, and we played we played that one a lot. It's another good one. They had uh, Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur. I do not. It was like a that. wind up dinosaur. You had to, you had to wind them up, and you'd spin around the board. And you had to stack your characters. Huh. And if you got knocked down, you had to start over. And that's pretty much all I remember of that game. But Clue was another great board game. Clue was fun. Uh, then. They, there was a great movie made about Clue. It was called Clue. It was called Clue. It starred uh, uh, Tim Curry. That was a great movie. Clue, Clue was fun. A murder mystery game where you would randomly and blindly draw three cards, put them in an envelope, and tuck them under the edge of the board. And you wouldn't look, you wouldn't look at them yeah, you wouldn't until, look, until the end of the game. Yeah, because you all had your own cards. Yep. So those were like your clues as to you knew that it wasn't this stuff. And there was like a card for a room, mm-hmm. there was a card for a player, or a character, and there was a card for a weapon. There's always Colonel Mustard in the library with his pipe. Yeah. Or uh, like Candlestick, or Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Plum, or whatever. But you had to go through the, the mansion and figure out who, who did it. And the more clues that you got, you could narrow it down, you could ask questions to other players. Like, do, do you have such and such? Or are you so and so? And you try to keep it a secret. It's kind of like playing guess. What the? <laughs> kind of like trying to play guess who. I'm looking at these games. And <laughs> this is just a family unfriendly board games. <laughs> it's called, and it's probably just a parody. It's called Lionel Coke. Do it yourself, cocaine kit. I played that game. <laughs> guess who was another great one. Guess who? Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> is it Marcellus Wallace? <laughs> No. No. Marcellus Wallace doesn't look like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guess who was, was fun? Um, because you had the you had your own little flip thing that you could yeah. you could, you know, flip it down and, and to narrow and it down to narrow it. it down. Does he does he have hair? No. So you'd flip down all the road with hair, so you'd have all the bald people yep. up there. Um that was a fun one. 
And that one always reminded me of Battleship. Yeah. Battleship was fun. Battleship, I always got my ass kicked in Battleship, because once they found out where your ships were... Oh, they just nail the shit they out of you. They go one direction to another direction. If they miss, they just boom, 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 boom. Yep. And you were done. You are done. And I would always try to throw them off, and I would put, like, two ships right next to each other. So they would try, and I could always buy a couple of spots. Yeah. You know, to where I could go after them. Now... That game evolved into Electronic Battleship. Never played Electronic. Oh, I had a friend that had Electronic Battleship. It was a pain in the ass because you'd have to set your pieces, then you'd have to program them in. To, oh, no shit. Yeah, you'd have to program them in, and then you could push buttons and be like, B, 4, and it, boo, miss. Holy shit. It had the sound effects, and when it hit, it, and then if it got, you know, all your one ship, it would like flash red and it'd be like, you know, you sank the battleship. You sank the destroyer. It would like talk to you. So if you sank the battleship, I thought you had to get rid of all the ships. You did. But I thought if you sank the battleship, the game was over. No, I, not, no, I don't think so. I think you had to get all, there's like five ships. Yeah. And they were like small ones, big ones. I think you had to get them all. Here's another one. Run yourself ragged. You had to, it's like, you're going through like an obstacle course with a marble. Oh, shit. And you had little buttons you had to push. Like, there was, like, a little bridge. So if you bring yourself up, and you had to push the button to, to raise the side, and then it would come back up and go like this. Oh, wow. There's, a, like, a maze, and you had to get through these little, like... It's almost like playing, like, um, Wipeout. Okay, but, but with a marble. With a marble. And you had to hit... You had to jump on these little platforms, and then the last one, you had to jump through a hoop, and... It just... I, I remember this game. I remember having this game when I was real little. It sounds like uh, Marble Madness. Kind of. Yeah. Marble Madness, I think, though, you had little knobs that you turned. Yeah. And it would tilt the board. You were like in a maze, and it would tilt the board. Yes. That one was fun. That, that game was awesome. And like it's a pull, and almost like a foosball action, yeah. but it, you'd have to t turn it and twist it. You had knobs on every yeah, side. Yeah, on every side. And did you ever get into playing like Risk in those games, those strategy games? I, I was never old enough to play Risk. I, By the time I got old enough, I was just like... Man, I don't want to play Risk. No, I want to go play fucking 1942 on my Nintendo. Yeah, I want to go yeah. play a video game. Yeah. Risk, I, I've seen it played a lot. I never actually tried it out. I kind of know how it works. And you just had to, like, conquer your opponent's territories. Yeah, it, it was basically, I think, uh, like, like I don't know if it was, like, revolutionary times or it was, like, the time of Napoleon. Well, I think, so I think you were conquering Europe. On some of them, yeah, there was there was different. I think there were different theaters of what you could conquer, um, and you had to like pick. Uh, you picked your side, or you drew, or whatever. Yeah, and you could make alliances and start conquering with another player. Oh no shit! But then you, uh, uh, you know, obviously you would have to take them over at some point. Yeah, I. Uh, so, dude, why don't we have these games? The 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 game of risk. It could take, like, hours to play. Oh, it was like playing Monopoly. Yeah, and there were other variants of it. There was a Stratego. Yeah, I remember Stratego. They, that, I never played that game, but I remember somebody, my mom or somebody had it. it. Stratego was almost like Capture the Flag. And you could do, like, really complex strategies, or you could just do basic Capture the Flag type shit. Yeah. So it could be kind of tiered to the capabilities of the person you're playing with to make it competitive and fun. Um, 
But you could also plant bombs. <laughs> you could. Oh shit. You could uh, be a spy doing recon. I mean, there was all kinds of intricate details of of how you could play that. Then there was uh, access and allies. It was based on World War Two, and you could do. It, it covered the whole globe. Yeah. And there was a lot. Of, I mean, there was a lot involved in that because you had to control so much of the board at the end of the game. That was another one that was a lot of fucking. I feel the games back then were so much easier to play than games now because like, I've got a couple board games that. Like, you know, just, like, with, like, miniatures and shit, almost RPG games. Oh, yeah. And I read the directions. I had my kid, who's a genius, read the directions. Right. Neither one of us figured out. They're so, yeah, they're complicated. Yeah. I'm they like, just, just put too much into the it. fucking game. Yeah, they put way too much into it. They're not simple like they used to be. No. Like Twister. Twister's a simple game. Yeah. Right hand yellow. Yeah. Left hand green. Yeah. If your right hand you had to go to fucking red, you were fucked. Right. Twister's a game that when you were younger it was fun to play. I tried to get Twister bed sheets once. <laughs> she told me no. Well, Twister was fun to play when you were a kid because, you know, it was funny and you know, you had to you, you were flexible and you could you could actually reach all the things and, mm-hmm. and it was you know, it was an innocent game. You got older. It took on a whole new meaning because oh, dude. now you're tied in knots with your friends and yeah, and sometimes you'd be drinking, and sometimes it would it would take on a whole new meaning. Yes, it became a fun party game when you got older. Sometimes you just ended up accidentally losing your virginity by. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> it it doesn't didn't say your right hand goes there. <laughs> but it that was a it was a fun that, you know Twister was fun. Uh, I, there's no way I could play Twister now. No. Because I, I would get a cramp. <laughs> or you want, me, you want me to go where? Yeah. No. No. No, I'm out. I can't. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I can't. No, I can't play that. <laughs> but, I mean, there's so, so many great games that have been put out over the years. You like, know? Here's some I've never heard of these, and these would have been cool when we were kids. They're probably still cool now. Here's uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street board game. Oh, really? Yes. That would be a lot of and fun. And I still don't know what the game is about. A title alone, I'd be in. Um, I can't read the rules, but the board itself looks like it's like warped and almost like a maze. So you, I'm, I'm betting you have to go from one end to the other without having Freddy kill you. That would be a fun game. They have evolved these games now to... You know, include other other things. You know, other uh, like Pictionary. Pictionary is a fun game if you can draw. If well, even if you can't draw, it it's fun uh, because it's fun to make fun of the drawings. Yes, but we played Pictionary once during like a group meeting after work, mm-hmm. and it was my turn, and I think I had to draw a hand, and so and I'm trying to draw on my phone. Or my yeah, or my computer with like with a little mouse with my finger, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm just like, nobody could get. It. I'm like, it's a hand. It's a fucking hand. <laughs> it's like whose hand looks like that? Mine. <laughs> you, you would get so pissed at your teammates because you'd be up there drawing, 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 and thinking you're like kicking ass, and they'd be, you know, they'd be fucking 
saying all these stupid ass answers. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, it's like, you like look at it like, it's a fucking hand. Yeah. It's a fuck. You know, you get so fucking mad. Is that a baseball glove? No. No. But you're on the right track. <laughs> and you couldn't talk. Oh, you just you're like. Well, and then uh, there's like scattergories. Scattergories was fun. Where you would have to say, get them to say certain words in a category without saying that word. Yeah. Um, taboo was another one that... Taboo was the same word. Ta- and taboo's a lot of fun. Where you, you're trying to get them to say a certain word by giving clues. It was almost like the uh, the pyramid at the end of you know, where you could only give certain words or certain clues. Yeah. That was kind of fun. $10,000 Pyramid is an awesome game, that by the way. That was a great... They made a board game of that. I never played it. They made a board game of Family Feud, too. It was a voodoo doll, voodoo doll board game in oh, the 1960s. So... That's creepy. As they evolved these games, they had to bring technology into it. And, um, well, one, one game, before we move on, one game that kind of gave birth to Cards Against Humanity, where we started this whole segment. Yeah. Is Apples to Apples. I've played Apples to Apples. And um, ap- a- Apples to Apples. I think we played it right, though. Well, I don't know how to play it right, because you, they would give you a topic, you would give the best answer yeah. that you had in your hand, and then it was up to... Somebody else to say, I like that one the best. Yeah, I could see that. And I didn't care for that because it's like, no, my answer's fucking right. Yeah. But in your opinion, it's not. It was using someone else's opinion to d- dictate who won. Mm-hmm. And, or whoever had the funniest. Yeah, and they weren't really funny. I didn't, you know, and it was just people going. You know, else is a great board game that <laughs> I don't really play, but we have is a Ouija board. Dude, Ouija boards. It really tiptoes the line of, is it a board game? It was made by Parker Brothers Parker at Brothers. one point. Um, I think Milton Bradley had one as well. Yeah, I think so. Now they're... Everywhere. They're everywhere, and they are all different kinds. of. I, I have several Elvira-themed oh, no Ouija shit. boards. Um, I, I had heard that they were a hot commodity. Yeah. I had heard that they were selling for lots of money, and I got a really good deal on them. Oh, nice. So I have, I think... I think all total, I have purchased like five or six of them. Oh, wow. And uh, I gifted a couple of them. But I think I have three or four left that I'm just sitting on. No shit. Yeah. I didn't really make those. I'm probably going to get one signed at some point. Um, and I'll sell a couple of them when, when the time is right. Yeah. When when the market's kind of dried up and I can say, hey, look what I got. I, uh, it's an investment, maybe. Yeah. Or it was a stupid investment and they're going to still, they're going to be fucking... You know, $40 for the rest of time. And I'll go up in price. I hope so. I mean, it's a Ouija board and it's got Elvira on it. Yeah, and they're, they're unopened. Yeah. Mine are all unopened. So, but like I said, they started moving technology into this. So, everything now is either digital, mm-hmm. played with the aid of a phone or a computer or yep. online, or there was that gray period in between the internet and the computers and the cell phones, where they introduced something a little different. And we're going to talk about that in the second half. So let's wrap up our board games. How would you wrap up, you know, family game night? What, what would you say? They were, it was a fun. It was, you know, it was always fun. I mean, even if it wasn't a game you didn't want to play, it always ended up a fun time. Yeah, it was a good family or friend bonding experience. Mm-hmm. You usually had some laughs. Somebody almost always got pissed off. Somebody got drunk. Somebody might get drunk and, and 
make an ass out of themselves. So, yeah, family game night was fun, and that is coming back. It's good to see it coming back, because yeah. I think that's something that's missing from the family dynamic. Getting together and doing something that's not... Technological... Yeah, doing, doing something other something than... That has to do, something, something that's other than your cell phone, your iPad, or... Or talking about everyday life. It's yeah. just a chance to escape for an hour, or several, depending on what game you're playing. Yeah. And just chill, and have it, a good time... Bonding and hanging out with your family. I'm ready for bonding and hanging out with my friends and family. Yeah, it's it really is getting to that point. If everybody just everybody continues, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, get your your uh, masks on and wash your fucking hands and don't touch your face and all that shit. Wash your ass too. Yeah, yeah because especially if somebody's gonna be touching it. Yeah, because I mean, if they don't wash their ass and they got dirty fingers, that's a pink eye for everybody. Yes. So, which could be worse than Corona? It could be. COVID. Yeah, depends on how you get it. I mean, nobody wants to look at your stinky, dirty, crusty pink eye, <laughs> or your dirty brown eye. So yeah, dirty brown eye. wash yourselves. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to talk about kind of a, a different wave of of board games that came out for a short period of time. Yeah. So, we'll do that right after this. Is that princess? After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, let's operate. 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 Where's the dog? It's Operation, the wacky doctor's game where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. Oh, you blew it. My turn. Take out a spare ribs for $100. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side... Here goes the funny bone. Don't get nervous. I did it. That's $200. Operation, a game from Milton Bradley. Jumping monkeys, jumping monkeys, flying free. Fling them up into the tree. Jumping monkeys, aim, let go. Try to hang them high or low. Jumping monkeys, hang always. They're so much fun. You'll play for days. Jumping monkeys from Pressman. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I am Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? You should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. Help me, my toothaches! No worries, I'm the Crocodile Dentist. I'll fix that smile, you crocodile. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. Just grab him, pull this. What a mouthful. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. The game's Crocodile Dentist. Take turns pulling teeth, but don't pull the wrong one, or he'll snap and you're out. It's a mouthful of fun, but don't pull the wrong one. I'm the Crocodile Dentist. Crocodile Dentist. I feel so much better. Crocodile Dentist. From Milton Bradley. I want to bite your finger. It's a Dracula game. The set, the clock. Just try your luck. If Dracula's cape opens, you have to put your finger in his mouth and press the lever. If he leaves a mark on your finger, you have to start over again. He didn't bite me! If you can sneak all the way around Dracula's house, you'll win the game. You're not supposed to bite people. It's a Dracula game. I want to bite your finger from Hasbro. Sometime in the future, the ultimate challenge, Crossfire. Crossfire! You get caught! Crossfire! Crossfire! 
you'll get caught up in it. You never know when Godzilla will be back for another surprise attack. It's the Godzilla game. Only the winner will escape Godzilla's jaws. It could be you the next time he shows his face. You never know when Godzilla will be back for another surprise attack. I want to be Godzilla! The Godzilla game comes complete with all you see here. New from Mattel. Is it me? Is it you? Who knows? Yes, you! Guess who went for mystery? Your person wore a hat? No. Your history. But I'm still here. Can you guess who? Does your person have a beard? Uh-huh. You're out of here. Can you guess who? Do you have a clue? Do your person wear glasses? Yes. I'm gone. Me too. Can you guess who? Not you or you. You're Sam. You win. Let's play again. Can you guess who? Guess who? Game cards do not actually talk. Party. You make a pizza, as you can see, with onions, mushrooms, or pepperoni. You could lose if you have to switch, so you'd better be sharp. You better be slick. Party! Pizza party! Come on! Party! Pizza party! Hey, dude. What's up? You know, I always thought that, like, Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was, like, ramming through walls. And he was just a little short dude. I, I wish I would have made an action figure of that. You know, you make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding, but I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude, huh, Slime Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that? Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures, anything you want, out of anything you want. So, like, Slime Pit Customs could just... Make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. These are the biggest and baddest wrestlers in the entire world. And they're waiting to take you on in the ring. Or you can take them on with the Claims VCR WrestleMania game. This board game and video cassette puts the wrestling superstars in your corner and gives you the greatest wrestling moves of all time. So go ahead, jump into the ring. And with the VCR WrestleMania game, you can win. From Claims. That's the game nightmare. The game hosted by a video. I'm the gamekeeper. To win, you must stop it. Roll the die. The video board game nightmare. The gatekeeper talks to you. Whose turn is it now? And you must answer him. Answer me. Guess my gatekeeper. Go for it. Nightmare. A race against time for three to six very game players. It's Marty. And we are back. We're back. So, welcome back. There was a time in between. I mean, video games kind of took off and they kind of killed board games off. Board games tried to adapt. And so they tried to adapt. And there wasn't a big internet presence. They, you know, people weren't doing a lot of online gaming at the time. And you didn't have a cell phone in your pocket. So they used the technology available. So it started out VHS games. 
And it seems like a lot of the old time board games, some of them tried to make they tried a jump. To go jump, making that make that jump into tech near to the nineties. Yeah. So there was uh, a Candyland VCR board game. And what these would do, they would combine the traditional board game rules of dice, cards, moving around a board. With a video... With a videotape. Of like a cartoon or some shit. Yeah. So, Candyland, they would have this video clip that you would draw certain cards, and then you would have to hit play or fast forward to a certain spot on the videotape. Yeah. And there would be a clue on there. And then you'd have to try to figure out what you were trying to get to. And that would get you points. That would get you to, you know, whoever can figure this out can move so many spaces ahead. Yeah. So they tried to adapt a little bit. And I didn't play a lot of these. I played a few. But it always seemed like a pain in the ass because you always had to fast forward. You'd never hit your mark quite right. And if your grandfather was using the VCR, you were screwed. Yeah, there's no way. And if you had one of those old-timey VCRs, you couldn't. Because it would always, you'd hit stop, and it would always run you about 10 seconds, 10 later. seconds later. So you'd miss it. But Candyland did it. Clue did it. And Clue, I can remember this one. It was just a regular game, but they didn't have the board. So they would have actors on the videotape that would give you little hints as to what you had drawn. Yeah. But you'd have to go to different points in the game. Uh, depending on which card you'd hidden away. See, this this like games like like Clue would be so much easier to play like on a DVD game. I th- yeah, I think so. Um, or like or or like using an app on a cell phone. Right, because you could basically pre-program what you needed and set you on the right path. Yeah. And then they had uh, like the uh, Seen It. Seen dude, Seen It has everything. There was a when it first came out, it was just a generic. Seen it, and it was about movies or TV shows, and they would give you clips, and you'd have to guess what it was. Yeah, and a lot of times I could identify it by the actors, so it was almost unfair if you were a big fan of one thing. Yep. Uh, then they they expanded to where there was like, you know, they had seen it Junior, seen it Disney, seen yeah. it Simpsons, seen it Twilight, Twilight had one, ev- seen it everything. Um, then they had. Uh, uh, you know, horror movies. They had seen it, you know, ever, just fucking everything. That's one we should find is a seen it horror movies. There are a few different ones that and would be good. See if we can actually get them right. Right. I, we, we do all right on most of them, I think. Yeah. Uh, they need to make one with shitty movies because we would dominate that game. Seen it shitty movies. Seen it shitty movies. And we would dominate we that. We should patent that. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Shitty movies. <laughs> watch instead of instead of calling it watched it, just seen it. Seen seen it. Seen it. <laughs> watched it. There, America's funniest home videos came out with a game. I remember that. And uh, yeah, because they, they had the that was the consolation prize. I think yeah, they got the American funniest home videos home game. the home game. And the thing is, you'd have to uh, they'd show three consecutive clips. And you'd have to answer questions about them, or you'd have to make a caption. Yeah. And then the judge of the game would have to determine which player wrote that caption down or whatever. Got the physical challenge. Yeah. <laughs> wrong game. Wrong game. Wrong show. Wrong episode. Now, there was actually kind of a cool one that was very hybrid. 
uh, it was called Action Max. And Action Max had a, a you know VHS tape and a light gun. Oh, yeah. And you could buy different tapes and play different games. That's kind of a, really, I would like That's to get a hold of cool. one of these. Because it'd be like Duck Hunt. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, what was it? There was like a skeet shooting game. Yep. Uh, Hogan's Alley was another one. Hogan's Alley was fun. I love Hogan's Alley. That was a fun game. Unless you're little tiny Elijah Wood, and that's a baby's game. Right? <laughs> but, you know, they were really trying to keep up with the times and use the technology that was available to them. There's another one that was a good one that could be good on VHS that they had was Trigger Pursuit. Yeah, yeah, they would show you video clips. It'd be yeah. like the Video Daily Double on uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would, that would be a fun one. Now, was there a Video Jeopardy game too? Probably. <laughs> there was a Wayne's World game. There was, and they would show you different scenes from the movie or from Saturday Night Live. And there, they said there wasn't really a point to the game. It, it was narrated by a floating mouth. Oh God! And you would hear. Uh, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey arguing th- you know, throughout the the game. They said there was just a real point to it and you would read the questions and Wayne and Garth would say way or no way. Way. They said, there, they said it was absolutely pointless. Oh yeah. They said you just fucking watched it because it was Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. And it was party time. Excellent. Excellent. Schwing. Swing. <laughs> Are you almost done? I'm tired of holding this thing. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, Star Trek The Next Generation had one. It was I, think called I, I think I remember playing that. The Klingon Challenge. Now, it, it kind of took inspiration from an, another game we're going to talk about later. But you were playing against a Klingon who had taken control of the Starship Enterprise. And... They said that it was absolutely impossible to, to beat this game, uh, but you kept trying to play it because it was almost like a challenge. Can you play it? Can you beat it? Can you beat the Klingon? And you could never beat it. Uh, there was a sequel game called Borg Q, or B- Borg Q West. It's a Borg Quest. Borg Quest. But it's Borg Q dash West. And they said that, that they, they developed it, and then they finally just said, fuck it. They quit. scrapped it. They scrapped it. Uh, but yeah, Star Trek had a game. These videos, you know, where you had to play with a, a video, it was tough because you had to get it to that certain timestamp. And it go to nine minutes and 32 seconds. It was almost impossible. Yeah. It was almost impossible to hit that. Um, with the advent of DVD games. You could jump chapters. You could jump chapters. That made it a lot easier. And there were quite a few, like seen it. Harry Potter had a seen it DVD where you could jump chapters. Yeah. Uh, there was a Rudolph DVD game. The Red Nosed Reindeer? Yes, it was. Uh, you would uh, have to find scattered toys in areas around the North Pole, bring them back to Santa's village in time for Christmas Eve. But Bumble the Abominable Snow Monster also one of the toys. So you had to collect... He was a dick. <laughs> he was nice after they pulled his tooth or whatever they did. <laughs> Yukon Cornelius. Uh, but you you uh, had to collect... He didn't want to make toys. He wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> that was Hermie. Oh, that's right. Uh, the object of the Rudolph game, you had to collect three different toy tokens of all different kinds. You know, there were three different colors. 
and you had to collect all the tokens of that color before the other players could get it or before the Bumble could get it. There were clips from the Red Nose, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer TV special, and then there were other clips that they made up for the game. So they said that people that hadn't even seen the show could actually enjoy it because... Who hasn't seen Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer? Yeah, I'm sure there's people that haven't. Uh, they communists. They said that it was. <laughs> they said that it was, uh, you know, a very colorful, fun game. You could play it with, as teams. You could play it as singles. The rules were easy to understand, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you could actually play it without knowing how to play. Yeah. Because it was just go to this chapter, go to that chapter. Very, you know, fairly easy gameplay. That's what you're looking for in something like this. I. Uh, Family Guy had a DVD game. It's called Family Guy's DVD Blast. And they said this was a lot of fun to play. Absolutely no setup. And because it's all on the DVD itself. Oh, sweet. And there was 10 games in this. The main game was Family Guy Trivia. So you would just select Trivia. But there were other mini games that you could play. And they don't really go into what the mini games are. But... A lot of probably Peter fighting the chicken and... I would love that. I, that was one of my favorite... Fart jokes and shit like that. That was one of my favorite bits is when he had to fight that chicken. Every time. Yes. It was great. Um, Dude, I watched the, one of the last episodes they had. It was uh, the Family Guy Terminator episode. Yeah. Peter was a Terminator. Oh, God. And he comes out and he steals you. Know, he takes the guy's clothes and everything just like in the movie. And he walks out and the chicken stand there. And they both, he looks, he looks at Peter, gives him a dirty look, and Peter's got a shotgun. <laughs> but he just blows his head off. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a game called, it was, it was a DVD game. It's called Bonsai. Bonsai! And they said it is a Japanese betting game that was supposedly the hottest new party game. It's a DVD of wacky stunts, and uh, you're trying to fill your, uh, your sushi bowl. With fake sushi. You said it's a betting game. It's a bet, bet betting. Betting or betting. No betting. Oh, that's not betting. No, completely different. Game. Yeah, you don't. You don't bed. I'm yelling bonsai, jumping in the bed. But you <laughs> bonsai. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> but there's you. You play bonsai on the on the DVD menu, and there's a stunt that plays, and you have to bet on it, and then. Everything else, they said it's just bizarre and pointless. Game sounds rigged to me. And you're trying to guess if this guy is going to win his stunt or not. And then when you're done, then you have to use chopsticks to grab as much of your color of sushi. Oh, I would suck at this game. To get you know, get it out of there. Like, give me a fork. <laughs> but then you, you, uh, you get as much of your... Sushi out or in or whatever. And then you give them your betting card, and whoever answered the closest or correctly, then they have to match the number of sushi that goes into the pot. You know, everybody lost. Yeah. And then you get, you know, the winner gets that. And it's the fake sushi. Yeah. And then whoever put in the most sushi and got it right, then they get the whole pot. Oh, nice. And if you answered wrong, you know, if you if if the person that got the most in there answered wrong, then the other players got to split it evenly, the pot. And 
it just seems like you have to know how to use chopsticks, and you have to be kind of gutsy. I seen it. You seen it? I seen it. But they said some of it's entertaining. You know, some of the stunts are kind of entertaining, and the outcomes are extremely random. It just like randomizes it. So they said it's hard to play, but it was, it was fun. It was a party game, but it was hard to play, especially if you never mastered the use of chopsticks. This is a game we would never win. Well, their suggestion is to play with Swedish fish. That way you could eat the pot. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. So, I remember that uh, WrestleMania had a, v- a VCR game. Yeah. And I always wanted it. I never got the opportunity to even play it. But I've seen it around different places. And apparently it's a board game, dice and card based. But then you have to watch, they have like 200 clips of different matches. Holy shit. That you had to skip around and watch. And depending on what happened during those matches, depended on what happened to you. So you might get sent all the way back to the beginning and it was the best out of three falls. Yeah. So you might get sent back to the beginning, and you got counted out. So the opponent wins that fall. Oh, shit. And you might go through, and you might submit, or you might, you know, get pinned or whatever. But it all depended on what was on that video screen. And they had, sometimes the wrestlers would pop up and do a promo. Yeah. And whatever they said in the promo, that had something to do with, you know. The outcome. Yeah, who's ever, who's ever in last place, draw four cards, brother. Or something, you know, it would just be something like that. You had to sometimes read a promo card. You, know, you get an interview card, you'd have to read it. Yeah. So you kind of acted like a jackass doing that. Kind of like out clips of Mean Gene. Yeah, yeah. It was just different. And they said that some of it was kind of fun to see the you know, the videos of these matches. Uh, some of it was kind of entertaining to hear the different clips or try to emulate that clip and, yeah. and do whatever. But apparently they had some great clips on there. They said it was fun to, just to watch a video sometimes, but it would just be like one or two minute clips. Yeah. But like 200 of them, that's... So, yeah. And... Cream the crop. <laughs> the cream always rises to the top. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, you got lust in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> lust in your eyes, I say. But they said you always were asked, trying, trying to refer back to the rules, saying, what do I do here? Because they would say... During the thing, it'd come up and say, if you're on a blue space, you have to do this. Oh, fuck, am I on a blue space? Okay, what do I have to do now? Yeah. Oh, I am like, oh, you're on a green space. So, on, you're on a green space, do this. You know, and it's like, shit. They, or if you if you roll and you roll an odd number, you had to do something different. But if you rolled an odd number and pulled this card, you had to go back ten spaces. They said it was just a bunch of bullshit. Oh, it just They said like, it was really yeah, hard to play. trying to get money. Yeah, they said it was just really, really hard to play. And it was during a time, it was, it was by a claim... And they had a whole series come out. They had hockey, basketball, golf, and football. So they obviously had to throw wrestling in there. So, yeah, they threw wrestling in there. Really, you know, the, the cover has Hulk Hogan wrestling Andre the Giant, and then all the superstars are pictured on there. Um, There's a new one, DVD, board game, WWE. Well, I'm sure it's just as shitty as this one. I gotta pee. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> Seems like an ongoing thing with me. It's the toilet trouble game. Fill the water, spin the roll, and see how many times you should flush. One. 
Sometimes you avoid the spray, and sometimes you won't. The last player to flush without getting sprayed wins. Yes! Face the flush with the Toilet Trouble Game. Ages four and up, adult assembly required. All right, and we're back. Sorry, I had to use the little boy's room. <laughs> so, it seems like that WrestleMania game just kind of was a flop. Yeah. Uh, just basically targeted to wrestling fans that will buy anything with wrestling, wrestling on it. With their name on it. Now, I seem to remember that MTV came out with one as well for remote control. Did they? I think so. Where it was a little more... They had a board game. But I think they came out with a, a video or a DVD game where you actually got a little more interaction. Yeah. Uh, and you could actually see the clips like they saw on the Oh, the nice. I, I just, I remember that for some reason being a thing. Uh, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. My memory's foggy on some of this stuff. It seems like every TV show had some sort of either Trivial Pursuit, Seen It, uh-huh. something. Like there was... Uh, there was, was a Happy Days server suit. Yeah, there was a Friends. There was a, the Office was one. Um, twenty four. The game. The TV show Twenty Four has one. Uh, Indiana Jones actually had a DVD based game. Nice. But they said that it, it you know, it went fairly popular. Um, they, you know, I don't. There's not a lot of information on it, but they said it was. Interesting. They said it was a surefire hit with Indiana Jones fans. Uh, they had traps, treasures, villains, and competitive explorers. All in one package. They said that they cut scenes from the first three movies that put on a DVD, but they said that it was fun, but the DVD didn't really make sense. Once you played it once, you had it down. You knew how to solve the the. Puzzles, basically. Well, yeah, and everything, everything's always the same. Yeah, but they said you, you kind of figured it out, and you could adapt that to use dice instead of the DVD. That would make it faster. You could play it more, but you could you could play a solo version of the game that would. Would that technically be Han Solo? It could be. Since they're the same person. It well, are they? You never see them in the same room together. Han Solo didn't wear the hat, and he didn't carry a satchel. Indiana Jones carried a satchel. I've never seen him in the same room. It's kind of like Clark Kent and Superman. Mm, possibly. I don't know. But, I mean, every it seemed like every video game, or every movie, every TV show, had its own version of a DVD, DVD or B- game. VCR game. Yeah. But... Like I said, a lot of these I didn't play because we weren't going to invest. They were expensive, for one thing. They were 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 always expensive. expensive. And it was not something that we were going to tie up our television with playing a game. No. Uh, If we are going to do that, we would play Atari. If you're going to tie up the TV, you're going to play Atari. Or Nintendo. But I can remember that uh, my, my buddy Corby had this game. And it's known by a couple different names. Uh, it's, I think what we played was called Nightmare. But it was also called uh, Atmosphere. And it was confusing as hell. Came out in 91. VHS game. It 
it was very confusing. It was a board game, and you just started the you started the uh, the tape when you were ready to play, and it counted down, and now you're playing the game. You're in the realm of nightmare, yeah. or atmosphere, and there would be a gate master. He'd come on and he would give instructions. And what what was cheesy is every time he popped up on screen, whoever he addressed, he would he would mention you know the player in last place or the player in first place or whatever. You you would have to he would he would address that player and you would have to say, "Yes, gatekeeper." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> You'd have to yell, and the other players could like bust your balls and be like, "You didn't answer him," and if you didn't answer him, you got punished. Yeah, and then you would have to. You know, he'd say, roll the dice until you get, you know, doubles. And so you'd have to, every turn, have to roll it. Or he released you from whatever prison you were in. Yeah. But you couldn't move until you rolled those doubles. And he might, and there was a timer on the screen. So you were racing the clock. And whoever was the host of the game, and you take turns being host of the game, if you couldn't win in that time frame, the host won. Oh, shit. So you were racing the clock plus each other. And you had to collect six different, like, keys. And you had to, you know, beat the gatekeeper of the game. He was kind of spooky. He, you know, in, in the one we played, he, like, had a cloak and his face was blue and his eyes glowed. I re- yeah, I remember that. And he was just, you know, kind of a crypt keeper looking dude. Yep. I uh, think that's what they were going for. Yeah, they were, they were shooting for that. But it... You know, it just really was kind of pointless, from what I remember. It was still fun, though. It was. It, you know, it was a blast. They say that in Australia, it was. It came from Australia. It was known as Nightmare to begin. Then it turned into Atmosphere. But I know the game we played is called Nightmare, so mm-hmm. it did make a jump in its original form to the United States. And then when they changed it in Australia? Yeah. I think so. But... Uh, they, you had to kind of traverse this circular board yep. and get all these six keys and get back to your spot. And they had all the f- fears. You had to write your fears down and put them in a jar. Oh, shit. And so you could be hindered by that. You could be hindered by the gatekeeper that would interrupt and make you do shit. Usually it was harmful. Sometimes it would be to have you move ahead, but... Other times, not. Uh, as it expanded, the original game had the gatekeeper and then six other players. Okay. There was uh, Andy Anne D. Chantrain, who was a witch, uh, Baron Samadhi, who's a zombie, Countess Elizabeth Bathory, who was a vampire. Uh, How come all vampires are count or countess? Because I, they were, they, it was like they were like royalty or something. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Gav- Gavidian was a werewolf. Helium was a ghost, specifically a poltergeist. And when he white and had chains, yes, yeah. Khufu was a mummy. Khufu, oh, that's a that's another version of this game. There's it's, a Khufu the mummy game. Yeah, yeah, it's they. they Branched off, and they each hosted their own game, like their own sequel. Uh, they said Nightmare was wildly successful. It sold like two million Holy units. Holy shit. So then they started releasing, of course, expansions or 
sequels. So Nightmare 2. Uh, the Electric Boogaloo? Yes, it was. Hosted by uh, the Baron Smetty. Bernstein Bears. And uh, Bernstein. Goddamn. Bernstein. Bern, <laughs> they were not Bern, stains. Bernstein's. Nightmare 3, that came out in 93, was uh, hosted by the witch, uh, the Andy Shintrain, or whatever the hell her name is. Shintrain? Yeah. Nightmare 4. Why is the name Andy Shintrain? Is <laughs> <laughs> that an Ozzy Osbourne song? I think so. <laughs> Call me Andy. Shit, train. <laughs> um, the fourth expansion was hosted by uh, Elizabeth Bathory, who I believe was the vampire. Countess. The Countess, yes. And then Nightmare 5 was canceled. That was to be hosted by uh, Khufu the Mummy. But they canceled it because... Because he couldn't talk. Well, the... The mummy just go... Oh. Sales of the previous ones just dropped, dropped. off. In 94, or 95, um, I'm guessing probably the internet had something to do with that. Mommy. So then they rebooted it in 95. They just, they, they, they canceled the Nightmare series, and they had the Harbringers, which was released in 95, and it had different elements. It had the Soul Rangers, which were a group of skeletons that lived in suffering and agony, and if you didn't make it to that character... Then you became a soul ranger, and you could chase the other Harbringers around the game oh, cool. in pursuit of their keystones. I would just get to my point where I would not win. To be a soul ranger? Yeah, just to torture my friends. That sounds like a hairband song. <laughs> soul ranger? That yeah. sounds like a hairband. It does. We're the soul rangers. There's night ranger, and then they all died, and now they're soul rangers. Soul rangers? Ranger. <laughs> I'm a soul ranger. And I can't find my way home. <laughs> dun, 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 they said that was the, be the best-selling board game of the whole series. Seriously. In the United States and the United Kingdom. Wow. So then Atmosphere came out, the third dimension. And that tied in with starting to get into PC-based games. So it was very similar. Had the gatekeeper on it, but it was over the computer. Count and then they put uh, the time has gone. <laughs> <laughs> they they put it they put in uh, two more like boosters you know uh, or expansions. Uh, the Harbringers was one, and the Soul Rangers was one. So they re-released Atmosphere, and it was the Gatekeeper, Atmosphere the Gatekeeper, and it was a DVD game. So. You could pick and choose which dimension you wanted to be transported to. Yeah. And then you'd jump ahead on the DVD. So the player could only win if they drew their own fear and collected the six keys. Oh, shit. Then the gatekeeper had its own sequel called Khufu the Mummy. Had a new board, new rules. Khufu the Mummy. No. Khufu. Khufu. <laughs> They also... By us, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they released a, a new character, Medusa the Gorgon. Oh, sweet. And then they revived several of these games and made expansions and all that. What I remember of it, it just took a long fucking time to play. It... You felt silly, especially as we got older. Yeah. Responding to the TV. Yes, Gatekeeper. Yeah, and, and you know, it'd be like, I, I'm not... 
I'm not doing it. Fuck you guys. I'm not doing it. Fuck you, gatekeeper. Yeah, and we, we started doing that shit. You know, like, he'd, he'd say something like, fuck you. And it's like, like I responded, fuck off. <laughs> and I just remember, I remember playing it once or twice and then just being like, okay, let's not play this anymore. Yeah. You know, this kind of sucks. Let's go find some beer. You know? <laughs> I'm sure somebody, you know, has beer or fucking some weed or something oh, we can go play with. And then we make our own games up. So, th- then it expanded to, you know, the games became more PC-based. Yeah. And... Politically correct or personal computer? Uh, personal computer. Okay. Because the one that I'm thinking of is not really totally politically correct. I think it was the next step to a game like this. Yeah. It was totally computer-based. Uh, it was called You Don't Know Jack. That's a fun game. That's a blast. Very offbeat trivia. Yes. Um, or a lot of word plays, like it rhymes with this, and you had to figure it out. Or they would start asking a... It rhymes with bunt. Yeah. Yeah, and it wouldn't be anything good. No. <laughs> but... Or they would say, like, uh, something in popular, you know, it'd be like, you know, something about the TV show Friends, for example. Like, you know, Friends is a popular show. As you know, you know, Jennifer Aniston was on Friends. And he'd be like, okay, it's going to be a Jennifer Aniston question. And it'd be like, if Jennifer Aniston, you know, wanted to do this, you know, how, how many fucking nickels could she fit up her nose? And it's like, what? Or if she could fit 20 nickels. Well, I thought you were going somewhere completely different. Yeah, well, no, I was going to, but... How many... I was going to say how many <laughs> eggs can she fit up her ass, but... Uh, <laughs> but it would go uh, just like some... It would just like take a sharp left and just ask you some weird question. You yeah. Know? If she if she had... And you had to answer quick because it was on time. would be like, if she, could, if she could shove, you know, 20 nickels up her left nostril and eight quarters in her right nostril, how much money would she have if she sneezed? And it's like... Or, or if, like, what the fuck? I can't do yeah. math that quick. So you just guess, and they'd be like, oh, you're stupid. Like 225. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be fucking just dumb shit like that. But you don't know Jack was a fun game. It's still around. Yes, it is. You can still find it um, on apps and shit like that. And you can find, like, some of these games, they just uploaded the whole VHS tape to YouTube. So you can watch and oh, play along if you want. Uh, I found the Nightmare one. And I listened to it for a while, and I got bored with it. But yeah, you could you could actually find some of these on YouTube. And if you want to make up a game and play, you could, or you could just watch it, just see what the fuck we're talking about. Because yes, some people don't know. We don't fully know what the hell we're talking about at the moment. No, we're kind of I mean, just going off memory here. Just, yeah, not a lot of information on a lot of these games. No, it's kind of a forgotten realm of games. And I'm sure there's people that have played them, and there are probably people that really enjoyed playing them. Yeah. But, like, I think one of our friends still has a nightmare. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I have to maybe I check remember, that out. I remember talking to her about it. Well, let's check that out. See, because I mean, it might not, it might not be a, a bad idea just to try it out, just to see, you know. But, uh, yeah. So, what did you think about like the jump between traditional board games and these VHS games? Were something that you more played with your friends, not your family? I'm more of a. I mean. These games were fun, yeah. But I would say probably played more of the traditional board games, or you know, card games. Yeah, yeah. You know, you these, these. I mean, if you're a teenager, at least say like now or whatever, 
and it tells you to skip to this point in the time on the VHS or whatever. I mean, kids are not going to want to do that. No, no. And it takes a lot. Of, it's, it's just a lot of work to play a game. You almost got to designate one guy who's not really playing just to... Just to run the remote. Just to run the remote. Well, and the problem with it is, depending on how many options they put up, at some point you're going to see every option. Yeah. And if you can remember that, then you would have an edge and you would either win or it would become very boring for you. You know, if it was something that was based on who, you know, it incorporated the board game play, like you're rolling a dice and you don't know who's going to be ahead or behind or on what square, and it came up and said, if you're on this square, you're doing this. You don't know. It's kind of a game of chance. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones that are trivia based, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out at some point. You're, yeah, you'll end up getting you'll play that game enough or whatever toward the point where you know, you know everything. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, that's almost where it comes in like a video game. Once you figure out the pattern on these video games, yep. you can beat them, and they become less fun. Yeah. So, but that's kind of where the jump between, you know, not counting the gaming systems that were out like Atari and Intellivision and ColecoVision and things like that. That, this is where it made the jump from being just strictly a board game to a little more interactive. And the next step was completely interactive, immersed, yes. web-based, or phone-based game. And I think web-based games or phone-based games now, there's so many different options. You're not going to get the same answer twice within the same game. Yeah, because the, the, the pool of possibilities, it could be endless. Yeah. So maybe it opened a gateway to a better thing. But we had to suffer through that lag in technology and let technology get ahead enough to where yeah. the game could, could become more fun. We had to wait for the aliens to let us have that technology. Right. Through the military. The military gave it to us after they gave it to the aliens, after the aliens gave it to them. Yep. And now we can do whatever we want. Now we can fiddle fuck with our phones yes. all day and not get anything done. Exactly. Thanks, aliens. <laughs> I, I think it might be a greater, um, greater plan to get people to fuck around with their phones constantly and not pay attention to what's going on, and that's where the aliens are going to come. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Aliens, hold on. i got to tweet Let this. me pause my game. Yeah. <laughs> pause fuck. my game. i gotta, I got to post this on Facebook. Or... Yeah. Holy shit, I just signed Alien. That's fake. Oh, it's fake. Oh, <laughs> shit, I just got shot. <laughs> yeah. I just got laser blasted. He laser blasted me in the junk. <laughs> All right. I think we've gone off the rails. And then you're going to see Jack Black get disintegrated on live TV. Yeah, you think that's who they're going to pick first? Well, it happened in Mars Attacks. Well, yeah, but I don't think that was a tutorial. It might have been. Like, you never know. I want to see Jack Nicholson as president. <laughs> <laughs> only only <laughs> if he only if he's the Joker. Oh, yes. Or or Johnny from The Shining. Yes. That's how he could open all of his speeches. Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd get sued by the Carson's family. No, he probably gets sued by the movie. Yeah. Like, that was a script. That's not your line, dude. I'm the president. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I'll make a rule. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're way off way topic. Way off topic. So, if you guys want to chime in, if you've ever played any of these fucked up video game, or, you know, VCR games or anything, and you want to chime in. Or any fucked up board game period or your favorite board game yes. that we might have missed because I know there's billions of them out there that we I'm sure we missed there's billions I'm sure I only know six well yeah we have to narrow it down 
You know, we can't talk about billions of things on here. It's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, you can get a hold of us. Shoot us an email, retropowerhour at gmail.com, or uh, leave us a voicemail at uh, 669-B-RETRO. That's 669-B-E-R-E-T-R-O. That's area code 402. Is it? Yes. No, it's not. Shouldn't be. It should be. No, it's not, though. It's, it's 669. Oh, wait. B-re- okay, yeah, you're right. Yes. Um, it's, never mind. Yeah, it's 669-B-RETRO. I'm just going to sit in my corner. I think that's what it is. Look at the show notes. It's in there. Uh, but yeah, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. It may get played on the show. You never know. So. It will. Yeah, it will. If you send us something, we're going to talk about it because we'll just be so fucking excited. Yes. So. Any final thoughts on board games? Family game night? Kind of bored. You're bored? I'm bored. All right. Board well, games. Board, board of games? Board of games. I, yeah, I like board games. I mean, they're, they're fun. Yeah, if you get the right one, they are a good time. It's, it's As long as you can follow the directions and understand how to play the game. They're amazing. And as long as you have a group of people that will follow the directions. Yes. I've seen things go horribly wrong. And then you don't play games with those people anymore. And it all depends on how much alcohol is involved or, yep. in other people's cases, other stuff. Yeah. So, get out there, play a game with your friends or your family. And uh, hopefully we can get together and play a game with you sometime soon. Soon, yes, because we miss our friends to play games with. Yeah. So, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and uh, maybe someday we'll come play a game. We should do a contest. We'll come play a game at your house. Your house, not our house. Not our house. We want to, you know, we don't want to mess up our house. Well, and we want to expand and, and see what kind of snacks you have. Yes, we like snacks. We love snacks. Bring snacks. Damn it! Have snacks ready. We like candy, cheese, and chips. Yeah, and other stuff. And soda. Yeah. Have it ready. Just you know, just expect us to show up. Yeah, if you're listening to this, expect us to show up. So, and we'll bring friends, so have a lot of food. Yeah, and games, a lot of games. A lot of games. So, for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I'm Mikey. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. <laughs>